How's everyone doing? How many of you knew this room existed? A few of you? Hopefully kids workers. Yeah, right. All right, give me one second here. We'll get started. Uh, I cannot wait to tell you all, before we get started actually, about what a week it's been. Um, I have been in Ohio since Sunday. Uh, to be honest with you, coming back on Friday uh, after like working 12-hour days, 16-hour days, whatever, going through the week, it's like a culture shock coming back on a Friday. Like to figure out all that's changed in the world from Sunday to Friday. Um, I was like finally able to scroll through the news, even just Twitter, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I on a plane right now? Am I, you know? <laughs> um, so all is good, all is good. Um, we're going to jive right in this morning. We're not going to take too long. Uh, I want to do something special at the end, so this message is going to be short, to the point, um, and uh, hopefully today is just really a time that we can just spend together as a family and t as community as we go forward. So if we want to dive into Matthew uh, 6, 25, and 26, I'm going to be reading from the message. Uh, it says, if you decide for God, living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't fuss about what's on the table at mealtimes or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There is far more to your life than the food you put in your stomach, more to your outer appearance than the clothes hang on your body. Look at the bird's free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, careless in the care of God, and count far more to him than birds. Um, we're going to keep going here in 33 and 34 in a second, but uh, that last part there I think is kind of cool, The kind of how he makes the comparison. You know, we're trying to talk about living a life of God worship, putting everything aside, going forward with what God has called you to do, and to him to say that, you know, God cares about more you than birds, and birds, I mean, they already casted all their cares aside, right? Maybe, you know, early bird gets the worm and some other few things in their life, but that's about it, right? So going on with 33 and 34, people who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things, but you both, but you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may happen tomorrow. God will deal with whatever hard things come and come up when. So, can someone explain to me real quick? I don't get the whole need with this toilet paper thing. I don't know if anyone else does, right? I mean, everyone's caring about, you know, you see the rush for the supermarkets and everyone's grabbing toilet paper. I know, but that's so much, right? So much. Right? And then I don't know if anyone's also seen the things that people like going through uh, the stores, but what's left in the store? Like even in a even in a bad time, no one wants creamy chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Right? And then, Mike, I know everyone here for the message with life is water, right? There's stores where water is gone except for Dasani. No one still wants that <laughs> bottle of water. <laughs> so it's funny to see how the world reacts, right? They get all the toilet paper they want, all the food they want, but there's still some things that we're not getting back. Um, while I was in Ohio this week, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a software engineer, but I work specifically with school buses. So I do school bus routing, and I was out in Ohio this week for a client. And uh, while I was there in their office, right, they're planning a bunch of stuff for the next couple of weeks. Obviously, it kind of went on hold, but uh, a bunch of stuff for the next couple of weeks with districts around them, schools around them. And we're sitting in a meeting, and someone comes in the meeting and be like, hey, all of Ohio just shut down. The whole entire state. The schools are shut down for the next three weeks. Uh, there's a big company down there, P&G, Procter & Gamble, Tide Pods, fun little snacks. Um, <laughs> 
the uh, the whole downtown started shutting down, and I'm I'm sitting there as like you know I'm still not caught up on the news. I barely had five hours of sleep sitting in this random office, and I had an opportunity. You could down, look around, and uh, there was panic for a few seconds. Like it's kind of crazy to see uh, what was going on through people's minds. There was people talking about. Uh, you know, I only got hired as a contractor for this project. What does this look like? A lot of people obviously have kids in school. Now they have to figure out, oh, my husband also works or my wife also works, so now we have to figure out kids. Uh, and from like 3 p.m. the entire day, it was kind of just people talking amongst themselves, going amongst themselves. And it was interesting to see. It was interesting to see all this panic go around, people worrying about what's happening now, what's going forward. Right? Some of it definitely justified, but it was kind of interesting to see like a whole body go at once. On the flip side of that, um, it's also interesting to see um, the other side of it, right? The people that are calm, the people that actually go forward. Um, you know, the I was on one of my planes. I had to go through Atlanta, and it was 9:30 at night. So all the last flights were about to happen, and uh, there was probably a good 20 people on my plane who we all sat down and let out of the plane first because we're trying to catch literally the last flight back to Europe. Right? I mean, talk about like panic for a second. They're like, oh, can we please, like we were 20 minutes late as it is, short layover, right? And literally if they don't get on this plane, who knows when they're going back, right? Um, and it was interesting to see that, um, one, walking on a plane and seeing everyone with hand wipes wiping off their seat. <laughs> and then on the second thing though, right, people normally uh, want to be focused on themselves, go forward, right? And you see that a lot. Uh, but everyone was concerned for one another. Everyone cared about one another in the moment, right? Few companies are doing the same thing, which is interesting. So my brother had to come home from college recently because uh, they shut down his college, like a lot of others. Um, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, as a company, not only are they cleaning their cars better, but they actually dropped the minimum age to 18, so a college student can actually drive home. There is T-Mobile and Comcast, so we're all starting to work from home. My office actually shut down, so I'm working from home for the next couple weeks. T-Mobile and Comcast got rid of all their data caps to understand that people are now working from home. Microsoft. Teams, right? Teams is now free for the next 60 days to allow people to work from home. And uh, Basecamp uh, that we used to use, Basecamp is actually providing it for free for first responders, medical uh, needs, all that sort of thing. So it's kind of cool to see, I mean, I didn't put my email into a bunch of companies to then find out how they're dealing with COVID-19, but uh, you know, the flood of 25, 50 emails I got uh, this week, it's just interesting to see how companies are stepping up how they understand that, you know what, we are gonna take a profit loss whether we do something or not, but we might as well do something, right? It's kinda cool to see that a bunch of non-Christian, non-religious organizations come together as one, come together for the good of what needs to happen. Um, and this is cool. So I'm gonna show you here in a second if they wanna get it ready, but the uh, there is a quarantine going on in Italy, right? We all probably know what's going on there, right? Everyone's kind of contained to their homes. Um, but to show the importance of community, if you want to play the video real quick, so they're locked in their homes, but meanwhile, singing in the streets, like they can't leave their apartment, right? They all have balconies though. I think it's pretty cool to see that even how people who are stuck in their homes, right? I mean, introverts, right? I mean, you're in your own basket. But how cool is this to see an entire block like so hungry for community and so hungry for something more that like in the midst of a lockdown, they're getting creative, people are on the streets, people are on the, you know, playing music and all that stuff. Um, really just to make sure that they're together. You can go ahead and stop it now. I think it's on a loop. Yeah. Um, but how cool is that, right? I mean, you're, you're in the midst of a lockdown. You can't see maybe your neighbor. You can't, you know, leave your front door. Um, but you, in the meantime, can go and 
your balcony and there's literally a whole neighborhood waiting to hang out with you. A lot of people that I was reading on this article, uh, they didn't even know their neighbor, let alone their block, and this is the most vibrant they've seen everything, right? So in a time of need, the community really shows what they come out and to be there for one another. Going on to the next scripture here, we're back into John, uh, John 16, 31 through 33. And it says, I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart, I have conquered the world. What's happening here is Jesus is talking to disciples. You know, they're getting close to when Jesus is going to have to go to the cross. But what's cool is he goes through all these stories. He's using these analogies, and then he kind of just, you know, cuts the crap, kind of just talks straight to him, goes right through with it. And uh, the disciples are like, ah, oh, thank you. Thank you for no more analogies. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you for, you know, being level with us. And the whole point of it was when they had that moment, Jesus was like, yeah, I want you to trust me because when you trust me, you should be at peace, right? Um, and I love that. I love that if you think about, like, I want you to take a moment, just, like, think about someone you trust, right? So if I go uh, think of a story that happened recently to me was uh, my boss is someone now that I trust more. Um, when I first started at my job, it was kind of hard to make decisions. You know, they would put me on the spot. I'd have to do stuff, but I'm, you know, a software engineer full of people with a letter C at the beginning of their name. I'm not really comfortable to make a decision or voice my opinion right away, right? Uh, it's not really the one I want to do. Um, but I went to a conference maybe a year and a half ago, and uh, while I was at that conference, I actually got uh, offered another job for another part of the company, and I came back with my boss and I'm super nervous I'm like man I don't want to let him down we've talked about stuff um, and I'm in the room with him for our weekly stand-up he has his laptop open he's obviously got an agenda ready uh, and I was like hey I gotta start off this conversation and say hey I'm, I'm moving on and I'll never forget that he shut his laptop immediately and was like cool let's figure out what we have to do to get you out of here all the other stuff and I find out a couple months later I ended up not leaving but I find out talking to him a couple months later that he was about to sit down with me to talk through the whole plan of development how be number two, I wanted to go up, and without even telling me, put his agenda aside for someone else's, right? And then that level of trust going forward, now I can tell you I have peace with decisions, I know that he's got my back, uh, and it's a huge thing uh, to go forward. Same thing with the disciples, right? Jesus is basically saying, trust me in this moment because I'm not going to be here the next couple days, whether you know it or not, I'm not going to be here forever. You need to know that when you uh, are with me, that you that um, I'm with you, that when, when you trust me, right, things are going to be okay. You know, you don't need to worry about tomorrow, you don't need to worry about today. Um, God's got your back either way. So how many of you know who Jason Fried is? Fried, sorry. He spells it like Fried. It's not Fried, it's Fried. Jason Fried or DHH? Nobody? Perfect. No, I was hoping. I was hoping no one would know who this is. Um, so Jason Fried and DHH are actually the founders of Basecamp. Um, Jason Fried is currently the COO. DHH is also the CTO. Um, DHH is a super cool guy in the programming world. He invented Ruby on Rails. No one probably knows what that is, but super cool guy in my standpoint. Uh, they've written a couple books together. They've actually started the company, done everything together. They wrote, um, doesn't have to be crazy at work rework, remote, um, and I'm a huge fan of Jason. Jason, kind of from a culture standpoint, uh, Basecamp's not a huge company, but it probably has the best culture out of ever, any company I've ever seen. They value work-life balance, and uh, I'm actually going to read a memo he sent to his staff on, on Thursday 
amidst everything that's going on, just to show kind of how cool a company can be, trusting its employees, employees trusting their boss and going forward. So he starts off, he goes, there's a lot going on here at Basecamp. We're in the home stretch for Hey. Uh, hey is an email client that they're coming out with, not really important, but just so everyone knows. Uh, we have Basecamp customers to, to support. We're giving away free books and comping accounts for first responders and healthcare workers. On top of that, the world feels like it's coming apart. Countries are shutting borders, travel is grinding to a halt, schools and universities are closing up, and the news is not good, the risks are real, and for once, the reality is likely worse than the news. Can you imagine? Everyone's nervous, anxious, and soon exhausted. We all need to breathe a little bit. We all need some time to make some adjustments in our lives, either stocking the fridge, helping the elderly and our family cope with the new normal, or figuring out what to do with the kids when they're home without school or daycare. We need time to think, consider, and take care of personal business. And it's hard to do that while you're holding down a full-time job. So let's together take a couple days off work. No work this Friday, no work next Monday. That'll give most of us a four-day weekend to get things in order. Obviously, we'll need customer support and infrastructure, but they'll take turns to make sure that the front lines are always there, ma maintaining everyone gets two days off. We're still aiming on releasing Hey this April, but that's our imposed deadlines. If we have to move it, we have to move it. Um, for now, I'd like to keep one eye on the prize, but we'll keep our other eyes on the reality that's really happening around us. We're wishing everyone well during these times. If you can stay, uh, stay from public squares, stores, and whatnot, we'd advise you to do so. And he ends it with this, which I think is great. As a boss, right? As someone who's talking to someone, he goes, um, I don't know why I'm crying either. I think it's Michael. <laughs> so he ends it with this, and he goes, be safe, be smart, and be good to one other and those in need. Love, Jason, and DHH. Yeah. How cool is that, right? Everything um, that's going on, that's the culture that you set with someone, right? And I know I've, I've gave a lot of secular results and a lot of stuff that's been happening recently, but I mean, where can the church be in all this stuff? Where can um, the church be in terms of a times of need, right? Michael talked that, you know, City Church, if there's someone that you know and need to reach out to us, but like, at the end of the day, right, I mean, there's going to be community that happens around us that we're going to have to be the catalyst for, right? The whole point of this is to make sure that um, when people are in a time of need that we feel confident, that we're not in fear, that we're not going forward because we have the answer, and the answer is God, right? So, and then last scripture here, Philippians 4, 4 through 8, and the team's going to come up at this time. So, celebrate all day, every day. I mean, revel in him. Make it as clear as you can to tell all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not arrive and not against them. Help them see that the master is about to arrive. He could show up at any time. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Let God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious. The best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me and what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, 
and God who makes everything work together will work his most excellent harmonies, right? So with everything that's going on this week, right? What's your perspective? What's your emotions? Are you worrying? Instead of worrying, are you sitting there praying? Um, how are you handling situations? Are you putting trust in God? Are you putting trust in those around you? Can other people put their trust in you? Because as it says here, right, I mean, when everything works together, God will work his most excellent harmonies. And I think there's a lot of opportunity through everything that's going on for community, for us to honestly just be the answer, for us to show what the answer is. And that's really going to be my challenge this week to everyone. Uh, I'm going to ask Kevin and Jen to come up real quick. Um, but that's really going to be my challenge to everyone this week is to be the answer to someone, right? Whether you're the answer to uh, a friend, a coworker, um, or someone in your family, that you are really just there for a time of community, your time there for uh, someone that, need, that needs it, and that we're not living in a time of fear, that we're, we're, we're in prayer, we're focused on those around us. Um, you know, as I said, I mean, being gone this entire week, coming home on a Friday was truly, truly shocking to come home. You know, I found one Purell bottle in a corner store, and it was like liquid gold at that point. Um, and it was just uh, seeing even people I didn't know rally up, be concerned, be caring for one another. Um, it's really a time where uh, Christianity can be the answer, where God can be the answer, uh, and it all relies to us. Um, so right before the team gets back in, I'm going to pray. Um, today's actually a, a national day of prayer, so I want to respect that and honor that. Um, so as we end with worship here, it's going to go a little bit longer than normal. Um, I will be up front. Kevin can be up front. Adobe and Jen can be up front. And we'll, we're here to pray. I encourage you guys from your seats to worship and pray for your community, for those around you, for family. Um, so if you guys can stand real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for, for today, for this week, for the future. I thank you for all that, that you're doing, for all, that, uh, for all the chaos, Lord God, that there would just be peace, that this would be a time where a country can rally, where a community can rally, that we can come together, that we can really grow, that we can, that we can pray, that this wouldn't be a time of worry, this wouldn't be a time of fear. This would be a time where uh, people know what the answer is, that people come to the realization that there's no need for all this, that this would just be a time where um, you shine through. This would be a time where we have the confidence to be the ones to let you shine through. And this would just be uh, a time, Lord God, that's, that's life-changing for this country, for individuals. In your name, amen.